0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the third episode of Traverse the Multiverse. I am your host, Michael Multiverse. Joined with me, as always, Jake Traverse. And today, we have an interesting topic. It's going to be the similarities between how to become a witcher and the Orion Projects, as in how to become a Spartan
1: from, well, of course, Halo. So... We'll see how this goes. Maybe you'll like it. Maybe
0: you won't. We won't know until we know and you know. And as always, you can find us on Spotify and Anchor. right. So, first we'll start off with a little introduction here. So, how was your week, Jake? Eh, Uneventful.
1: You know, until I got here. Ah,
0: yes. Well, mine...
1: Was filled with sunshine and rainbows.
0: Not even what I said.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right. Well, let's get to the topic at hand.
1: And unicorns.
0: <clears throat> oh, that's enough. All right. We are here to talk about the Spartan Orion program. Well, pretty much all about Spartan. And how to become a witcher? I believe we should start with Jacob Multiverse and his area, well, somewhat area of expertise,
1: the well, Orion Project. Well, the Orion Project consisted of the Spartan ones and the Spartan twos and Spartan threes. Um, well, originally the Orion Project was Spartan one and twos, but the third project was for Spartan threes, was the Mulenair. Mjolnir Project. Um, Spart- That's the armor, isn't it? Yeah. It, well, it's the armor physically by itself with the layers underneath. Mm. That was a Spartan 3. Um, Spartan 1s, um, it basically looked like the original uh, um, Master Chief one. All right. And uh, that was the Mjolnir armor. the um, yeah, Spartan 3s had. Um, Spartan ones had power armor, so it basically looked like the millionaire armor, only bigger, and it looked like it kind of looked like you were the Hulk with a tiny head.
0: Uh, Well, more than just the armor, how does one
1: become a Spartan? Well, originally the Spartan ones and Spartan twos were just general military um, adults. But the Spartan threes were kids around around the ages of one or not one, um, ten to twelve years old.
0: And if I remember right, they would kidnap these kids and well, flash clone them.
1: Yeah, they were the kids were kidnapped, and then they would leave behind a um an exact clone of them. But the clone would um somehow like they would die of uh, a disease. Well, yeah, it would be uh in their. Genetic code, yeah, it was. It's like a ticking time bomb, so so to speak, where the cells in the clone would just deteriorate and kill it. Um, whether it was a girl or a boy, it would ended up killing them. Well, yeah, um, sex don't matter. But um, originally, when they would kidnap the original, they would leave one behind, and they would take these young impressionable kids and indoctrinate them. Now. Indoctrination is basically they would ma- brainwash you into thinking their way of thinking and um, what they want you to learn. So pretty a, much like public schools. <laughs> very similar, by the but uh, unlike them, they got recess. Unlike Spartans, they did not. Their recess provi- <laughs> was provided by rigorous training and such. It was rigorous training by morning at 6, 8, about five thirty to 6 in the morning. Deranging to when they woke up to 12 o'clock and then they would get recess and lunch and their recess consisted of more hard labor. All right.
0: So <laughs> pretty much uh, what you're saying is they were kidnapped, flash cloned, and then trained so vigorously. To the point of what exactly?
1: Basically, they were. Um, the goal of the um, Spartan 3 project was to basically build up their physical capabilities to the point where their bodies can handle the genetic modifications that they needed later on, around 15 to 18 years old. Okay. Defe- I, depending when the body was ready for it. So listen, how many... <clears throat>
0: Like, let's just kind of get a ratio, like out of how many, like 10, let's say 10 children
1: under, undergo this uh, genetic processing. How many would live, do you think? Well, with the Spartan 1 and 2s, as the adults, there were more casualties because unlike their bodies, um, the older you are, the less impressionable you are because your body can't handle much because it's already used to what it is used to.
0: Well, I suppose because as a child you're still growing, you're still adapting.
1: And your body is basically like a blank slate where anything could be implemented into the genome, so to speak. Let's just say genome. So let's take half that genome genome, and rip it in half and then put something else in there. It'll basically take up the pieces and add something better to it and then take over that entire genome, which is the genetics. All right. So, it's like a hexagon, like a stop sign hexagon, cut in half, replace it with a new one, the new half, and then that new half would take over the entire thing. That's how they would be uh, adapted into their training.
0: Okay. So, I can't remember if you answered this, but out of, let's say, ten kids, how many would survive?
1: Well, ranging from one to ten... With Spartan 1s and 2s, well, the number 1s were just mech suits, so there wasn't really that well, much. Well, I'm talking about the modification. Well, I'm, I'm getting there, right? All right. Well, the Spartan 1s were just mech suits, so it's not like you really need any training. Any hobo in the street could get in one of those suits and operate it fine. Well, let's hope they don't. Well, let's hope they don't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Spartan 2s, mostly every single one of them died. Cut. Mostly. Like, let's say you have a platoon of 500 soldiers, full-grown men around 30 years old. About 400 of them would be dead.
0: I believe Sergeant,
1: Sergeant Johnson was actually part <clears throat> of the Spartan twos. He was, and he was one of the lucky ones. Most people would die of that didn't uh, succeed in the genetic modification or cybernetics, It would, they would literally have no way to bring down that pain for them because it's neurological, cybernetic, psychological, and oh, yeah. it would be so much stress on the body. There would be no, no uh, um, anesthetic that could bring down that pain. They would die brutal and agonizing deaths.
0: Well, oh, yeah. Now, Johnson is an interesting character. As in, in Halo 2... He says you can hide behind him, which is a legitimate strategy because he cannot die. <laughs> but anyway, on from that, so they suffer genetic modifications, uh, psychological modifications, yeah. surgical, and cybernetic. Okay, so
1: so what they can think like computers, or basically how the neurological. Um, neurological kind of comes into categories of psychological and surgically cybernetic. So it's the ca- categories of um, psychologically, surgically, and cybernetically. Okay. Because with surgical surgical equipment, you can cybernetically enhance the body to take on the physical stresses, but the indoctrination helps with the psychological. All right now. Uh, is there any other modifications they suffered? Like, basically, they would have they would their brains would deteriorate and basically sh- shut down the body and destroy. Well, them. no,
0: I'm not not uh, not as far as bad modification. Oh, bad that's modifications. My, so that's well, later on, but well, the yeah. good modifications, the stuff that helps them. Yeah,
1: it, it the stuff that helps them is um, when it comes to cybernetics neurologically. They can think very, very fast, and they can predict the movements of what they're doing. All right, so beforehand. the
0: reflexes would be a lot better.
1: So compared to us, um, random Joes on the streets, we would literally have to think before we do something. But they're in the moment of battle where they could take one second, and it's like they're thinking for 10 hours straight.
0: No, if I remember right, something I read something somewhere. I think it was in one of the books um their bones something was done with their bones what's
1: that all about well that was under the category of one of the modifications that was um it was their bones were modified and um enhanced to basically make their bone structure very durable like compared to us you could take a bowling ball and it would snap your femur in half you throw a bowling ball at them, at their femur, it's just going to bounce off like a pebble. I'm pretty sure you could put that in a cannon and fire it on. They'll be fine. Oh, yeah, they would be fine. <laughs> I mean, they'll be like a, maybe a little bruise, like the size of a dime, but mm. other than that, no. But that was under the category of um, carbine uh, ceramic um, ossification. Basically, it was bone graphing. They would basically graph on either metal and additional bone marrow or other additional bone like uh bone carbon enhancement carbon, carbon plating basically. So pretty much they made a squad of Wolverines. Kinda. Not really, but kinda. Unlike uh Wolverine, Wolverine has solid probably about three inches of metal on his bone. But the Spartans they have about one inch. I suppose. Now I mean Wolverine weighs like a five hundred Five hundred pounds. Yeah, now and he's like uh, four foot six.
0: I was part of the Spartan Three unit. Yeah. Now we'll get to the armor as such in such a different kind of episode, talking about well, different armors and which one do you think would be better in any sort of scenario. Now, is that all for modifications, or is there more?
1: Well, there's a little bit more to it. Um, they had muscle muscle injections that would uh, help their muscles grow to the point where while their bones are growing their muscles are growing with them and getting stronger more um, basically they plump up they get very muscular they have uh, those injections also helped with you know that burning sensation you feel when you're working out yeah they couldn't feel any of that they would just keep working out so and they would so have they were no fatigue it was jacked. there was no fatigue to them they did not get tired because they didn't feel that overwhelming weight and burn in their muscles all right they also had increased reflexes which that comes with the neurological enhancements
0: yeah we, we touched on that yeah now um <clears throat> pretty much their training was intense to say the least uh i remember watching something i believe it was on netflix Halo legend <clears throat> Or maybe it wasn't Halo Legends.
1: It was no, it was. Uh, I think it was Reach or something like that.
0: Something like that, where it showed just uh, John one seventeen going through his journey, and and
1: pretty much that's that's canon. That's lore. Yeah, it's part of the Halo lore, along with all the comic books, and yeah. you know, there is about three movies out there right now.
0: Now, keep in mind, the assignment I kind of gave Jake last week was research how to become a Spartan, and he went, <clears throat> and he took it serious. I went balls deep in that. Oh, he did, such as I did with The winter. Now, <clears throat> is that it for pretty much how to become a Spartan? Well. As, I mean, what kind of training did they go through?
1: Well, with Spartan 2s, that's kind of in become Spartan 2s have the same thing that Spartan 3s had. It's just Spartan 3s had more modifications, more stuff to them. So
0: Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. We had some technical difficulties. We're working with some sort of new equipment. And we're kind of figuring it out, but we're going as we go. Yeah, we'll go with kind of. Kind of. We're not going to figure it out where (laughs) it (laughs) is. But, okay, so we left off with, uh, I believe, they added more stuff from the Spartan 2s to the Spartan 3s. Now, I believe they added even more to the
1: Spartan 4s. They did basically with the Spartan twos is the Spartan twos. They received like five modifications in total while the Spartan threes, um, they received seven after they perfected the program as it were. Um, basically they had slight augmentation compared to, Compared to the uh, Spartan 3s, they had slight augmentation instead of, like, highly, uh, like, a high amount of m- augmentation to their bodies. Um, right. It was more physical than it was cybernetic. Right. Um, it was like a super soldier, for, like, from Captain America. Like, it's kind of like that. Yeah. With only, like, slight here and there modifications to it, surgically.
0: Um... All right, now more about their kind of training as, well, there's, how do I put it? I know they were through the obstacle course. The whole team didn't finish that, any. No, the,
1: the, the whole team didn't. Um,
0: You're talking about John 117's team when he first got into training.
1: Yeah, when they first got into training, John um, took it upon himself to go ahead of everyone else instead of help the others get ahead of him. So basically he'd be like the snow shovel and they're the snow. But instead of doing that, he's just the shovel going past the snow to the end of the sidewalk.
0: He's like a kid trying to help shovel snow. He's just shoveling it on the back of the driveway. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, basically. Right. But he, <clears throat> unlike uh, all the others, when he jumped ahead, he climbed the pole, rang the bell was the first one to finish and yet he didn't get to eat because they the instructors basically said either all of you finish and you get to eat or otherwise they if they didn't all finish they none of them would get to eat so it was basically like an incentive program um with the with john he'd he was the only one that didn't get to eat because he was the first one there
0: no his whole team didn't, get, didn't yeah
1: his get whole eat. team didn't get to eat well he got to eat by himself
0: no he didn't eat at all yeah no
1: because yeah that, he didn't get to eat that's yeah. what i meant
0: yeah i know anyway um <clears throat> moving past now we heard how to become a spartan some about their training um how about we touch on a Witcher now? What do you think about that, or do you want to keep going?
1: Um, it's got like a slight like habits and what they did, like All how right. they slept and stuff like that. Well, I don't even have that. Well, we can get into that, but with <laughs> the with the kids, they basically um they would get up at around five thirty, six o'clock in the morning. They were forced to get up. Like it didn't matter how much slept sleep they had. Um, they would get up every morning at 5.30 or 6 o'clock, do jumping jacks, do push-ups, go through the training all day, eat lunch. Then, for recess, they get to go on an obstacle course again. They would eat dinner, then go to bed. Oh. And it was like that for literally from 10 or 12 years old to when they got the near armor. Which is, like, around 18, 20 years old.
0: Well, they got it, I believe, from what the movie showed, they got it in the middle of a battle. Yeah. Pretty much. So,
1: anything else to add before we move on? I got everything out of my system. All right. Now Now let's do
0: your Witcher stuff. Oh, this is interesting how close these actually are. Now, in the world of the Witcher... um. These are pretty much mercenaries from monsters. And how that began was, was um, pretty much they're in worlds called spheres. And these spheres spheres collided. And that's how all the different races, such as elves, dwarves, humans, mages... So, well, basically mages they, aren't
1: so basically gross, they were like but... humans here and then the <clears throat> mythologicals basically collided together in yes.
0: one world. Exactly. The spheres collided and, you know, uh, elven mages would kind of... It's hard to get the history down, but pretty much what I gathered is humans use the arcane arts and everybody started making super monsters and weaponize them.
1: Sounds like a smart idea. I mean, that's what they did with the Hunters in Halo. They, they're just like little worms that have fitted uh, armor.
0: Yeah, and pretty much um, well, a lot of people said, hey, this is not a good idea. So what they did is created the Order of the Witchers. Now, these had no mutations or mutagens, rather, <clears throat> to begin with. They were just soldiers in heavy, heavy armor
1: basically protect them because
0: oh they were highly trained and they did they, they were big heavy bulky armor and well <clears throat> eventually it oh, got this
1: suddenly sounds familiar <laughs>
0: right eventually they got to do well pretty much they've discovered hey, hey let's you know maybe soup these guys up with some sort of mutations and
1: well basically enhance them so they have a fighting chance
0: exactly and in order to do this they would have to go through what is called trials now they because it takes so long to train to be a witcher adults weren't able to become witchers if they weren't already so they would invoke either well how do i put this Uh, Most of the witchers that were created... Use your words now. (laughs) Would. Hang on, I'm waiting for you to finish. Okay, now I can go. (laughs) He always does this to me. (laughs) I can't get a fucking sentence out, pardon my language, without him having to say something. We'll put a duck in there. (laughs) Now, anyway... They would invoke the law of surprise, which is if you cannot pay for witcher services or you save someone's life, you would invoke the law of surprise, such as uh, something. When you return home, it's something you have, but you didn't know, like you could get a full harvest of turnips or a pile of gold or children, and they would take these children to Caramar. And train them to be witchers through these trials. Now, trial of the mountains is pretty much how, it's how they get to Merdallion. And they would drop them off in the middle of the woods. And those they have a limited time to make it back to Karamorin, their keep. And... Well, if they didn't make it back, they usually died. And if you didn't die during this trial, this would teach you to think on your feet, and you know all sorts of good stuff. <laughs> okay, and now we go to the trial of the grasses. So no cows is what I'm hearing. Cows, no mm, grass. You see, I took it very serious. <laughs> When we were talking about Halo. And here we are talking about Winter. And you're making fun of it.
1: I'm not making fun of it. I just see the similarities. Grass here, grass there, in the
0: field, moo. Oh, trust me. If you knew what this entailed, you would not be getting around with it. (laughs) trial of the grasses is how they would mutate you to have faster reflexes. And be able to live for a very extended life. And this is how they sterilize. So like
1: over a thousand years, or just up to about six. The average
0: life of a witcher has never been determined. There has never been a witcher to die old in his bed. Always in battle. Always in battle with monsters. Now, or or decapitated by kings, queens, whatnot, and executions.
1: But, so, fatality <clears throat> upon death.
0: Oh yeah, no witchers have ever actually died of old age. Now, to begin the trial of the grasses, they would take a group of children, of course, and, (laughs) how do I put this, Uh, in a ratio of, let's say, up to 10 kids, 3 out of the 10 would survive. And this is the later version, there was a much earlier version, which a lot more fatalities would happen. So, like one out of the ten would survive Maybe. I don't actually have a number for that. Well, let's just say maybe. Yeah, maybe, but there was a high fatality rate, basically. Yeah, when they perfected it, three out of the ten kids were to survive. Or are they gonna send a kid? And after it could take driving? it could take a couple days. It could take a couple weeks. You know, all depends. And if you survive through that, then you would move on to the trial of the dreams. This has absolutely nothing to do with sleep, and good luck getting sleep, because they would. uh, Well, how do I put this little snippet? I keep saying that, but that's where they would improve your eyes to become the Witcher eyes we know now of Geralt of Rivia. Let me show you a picture of pretty much what they do
1: oh dear lord almighty <laughs> oh yeah they would put a needle in your eye they inject needles in your eyes to make your eyesight better
0: good god uh, well you have to remember in this day and age monsters
1: are running rampant
0: it's the only way witchers can really
1: make so basically drastic point. measures come to drastic action
0: well yeah. <clears throat> and these children were given up by their parents or sold or lots of rise right. So, like slavery—that was my key. Sorry, yeah. pretty much slavery, but you know, with the rigorous training and the mutations, a lot of these, a lot of the people say that Witchers don't have normal emotions, and
1: well, <laughs> <Eesh>. yeah, let's, <laughs> yeah, mm. will just. Uh... Uh, not go there. <laughs> it's a uh, gruesome
0: one. In order to graduate and become a full-fledged witcher, you would have
1: to defeat a monster of the master's choice. Dear God, if that master had to be like an extra special kind of D-bag to throw a dragon <laughs> at a kid. Witchers usually don't go after dragons. Well, that's this just, just a hypothetical situation. You know, I don't know much about Witcher. You know more about Witcher. I know more about him. Well, but...
0: from how I'm speaking, from... <laughs> it sounds like
1: I know absolutely
0: nothing. But, no, such as algols Wraiths, Vampires. Jogger? Not a thing in the Witcher universe.
1: Really? Yep. Those would be Ghouls, algals What's the... Okay, here's a good example. Send a kid up against a griffin.
0: Don't think they would. Let's just well, say. Yeah, let's just hypothetically if say that
1: if the te- master teacher, or whatever, just want to be the extra special kind of d bag and well, just throw the kid into the slaughter, basically. See that? Well, this seems to be.
0: <sighs> well, that's why they go through classes to classify different sort of beasts and ghouls and
1: their weaknesses and attributes
0: and they would know which sword to use they always carry two swords a steel for non uh threatening non-monster combatants (laughs)
1: and silver for undead (laughs) well anything that's harmed by silver like, I know the undead is, I think it's either silver or iron, I forget, but the undead is very... Well, as far as
0: undead, you get vampires and uh, race wraiths. wraiths are the undead, but when it comes down, they also, yeah, when it comes down to it, they can also use battle magics, signs, you know, they mastery of that, because they have to use magics for certain things, like they can cast fire straight from their hands, they can take over your mind with just a sign so they use battle magics and their wits about them they have fast reflexes and they're stronger than normal people I mean there's a reason why Geralt of Rivia is known of known as I forget the town but butcher in fact hang on let me look up Geralt of Rivia real quick
1: let's get the big book out bang hang on (laughs) <laughs> Let's see. Okay, ah, uh, the
0: butcher of Blaviken. Pretty much, what that happened is a whole bunch of bandits. I want to say. I don't exactly remember what led up to this. I think it shows it in the show, but. A whole bunch of bandits were against Geralt. He slaughtered every one of them, giving him the name the Butcher of Blaviken. Now, as f- I, I know I didn't go into great explanations, but pretty much I, I saw a lot of similarities of between how to become a Spartan, how to become a Witcher. Yes, I didn't have so many technical terms because this is medieval. It's mutations is what
1: causes... I mean, with the Spartans, it's augmentation and modification, while with Witcher, it's mutations. Yeah,
0: that's... I mean, different terminology, same shit. Different pile. Yeah, different pile. (laughs) But... Yeah, I mean... If I remember right, Geralt of Rivia is the only one who went on. would undergo more mutations, which is the cause of his white hair. Yeesh. The body's stress, so to speak. Yep. <clears throat> and keep in mind, they are all... They are completely sterile. They cannot have kids, along with mages. Mages cannot have children. So, depending on your type of person, that's either good or bad, but that's why they had to keep uh, recruiting children. To so make what, more do they witchers. get them lopped off, or what? Uh, no, the mutations just... Sterilized. So like spermicide for the body. Yeah, pretty much. Chemically in order. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, I saw a lot of similarities. And I kind of wanted to really talk about it because I'm a big fan of both Halo and uh, Witcher. I'm going to have to get into Witcher a little bit more. Oh, Witcher 3? I mean, I want to play the first two, but
1: I kind of had to balance it all. I'll start with the, f- the latest one and then go with the oldest one. I mean, I don't think they have Witcher 1 on Xbox. They do they. not
0: have Witcher 1 on Xbox. I believe they have it on PC somewhere. Maybe Steam. Probably have Steam. To look. Probably but Steam. <clears throat> I looked up old videos of it. and <clears throat> um, As I understand, the combat system is a little Different. Broken. broken. And... <clears throat> You know, we're, we're not going to get into the store or the lore. We'll get into that.
1: If you guys want to hear it, we'll go with, you know, what we want or what you guys want. You well, yeah.
0: and we At the end of this episode, we will also be leaving our Twitter. So leave us a message, tweet us. We'll get there. But <clears throat> right now, I believe we covered most of what to be covered. I mean, I could talk about the different schools of witchers because there's, I believe, four different schools. I know there's the wolf, the cat, the bear, and the griffin. School of the cat, yep. Yep. So there's those different schools. Um, I know about the trials of the of the wolf and i believe it's very similar to the other schools i touched upon the uh, trial of sword but that may be the school of the bear not sure
1: no it's bear it's basically a hey, bear speculation <laughs> no it's pure it's spear or spe, yeah <laughs> i can't get my words to killer it's uh pure speculation that's is what i was mixed, trying to say that's because you mix coffee with Coca-Cola and root beer you can bite me
0: <laughs> i don't wanna you scare me at this point why
1: you're gonna get the coke
0: and root beer virus no me? i'm a i am I believe you're trying to become a
1: witcher could be I'm a dangerous individual. I walk on the wrong side of tracks.
0: <laughs> yeah, right on them.
1: Yeah, right at the train. Beep, <laughs> <beam. another>
0: <laughs> All right. I All right. Honestly, I don't know where to go from here. I'm thinking about maybe ending this episode a little early because I'm not entirely sure where to go from here. You got anything to add, or anything to talk about? Hmm. Well, we could talk about the armor. Well, there's not much to say about the Witcher armor. There's really not. I mean, I talked about the weapons, and the... Well, you you have, uh, couldn't you enchant them? Oh, yeah. I mean, you enchant them in the... Oh, well, you can insert runes in the game.
1: Yeah, well, you got, like, enchantments. That's basically what that oh, is. Well, but along you with can the... talk about the potions of the Witcher, which...
0: Makes well, pretty much, the augmentations make them in, almost impossible to poison, and the elixirs they use would pretty much kill an average person.
1: Yeah, because the body wouldn't be used to it because it has no training, otherwise, right?
0: Well, that, and they don't have any mutations to protect against them. Now, keep in mind, people look forward to seeing Spartans, with the exception of the Helljumpers or or DST, because you know they have to be the best. Uh, yeah
1: mm mm-hmm. Those fucking guys. Love that and game. I don't remember
0: Buck. I love that game.
1: Yeah, ODST. It puts you in a situation where, you know, you're not a Spartan. You're just a regular Marine. I know, but they make you just as strong as a Spartan in the game, and that kind of irritates me. Kind of and kind of not, because if you ever had that level where you're in the pitch blackness of the city... And yeah. then those two hunters come around the corner, and you about, you're about you holding your damn breath, and you're trying not to shit your pants. I, I believe I did it at that point. <laughs> yeah, because it made the noise, and it's like, oh, no. Proceed to poop pants. <laughs> yeah,
0: no. Let's see. There's, yeah, I mean, where, as in The Witcher, nobody likes The Witcher, especially when there's less monsters to kill. You know, you think the people
1: would be grateful.
0: Well, in their eyes, they're mutants. So, and somebody with an extra finger or a bigger toe. <clears throat> or... Well, you got to remember the time frame. Oh, yeah. And in that world, they're mutants, and mutants are never a good thing.
1: Unless you're an X Man, do me, Geralt of Rivia,
0: X Man? Question mark? Damn. Alright, so And Well, let's summarize here That they get modified to Pretty much a genetic level Both of them They both go through rigorous I didn't even talk about the training they'd have to go through Besides
1: the trials I talked a bit about the training It it ain't no boot camp (laughs) No, this is beyond boot camp for both of them I mean, in that training, Spartans have, you could lose a limb. You could lose. Oh, you could easily lose your life in both trainings. Yeah, you could be blown up by shrapnel. You could be torn apart by whatever they got on the obstacle course. I mean, you get cuts from the barbed wire and the mud. I mean. Well, cuts are cuts. You can cuts get are the do cuts stays. though. But you, do you know what a razor blade feels like on the skin? You rip that thing. Oh, well, yeah, I if... shave.
0: I shave with the straight ears I know exactly how it feels. Sure. Now, I'm trying to figure...
1: Not heavy fun times.
0: Well, no. Uh.
1: <laughs> Here, let's go to recess, kids. Yay, more training.
0: Not. <laughs> oh, and one to be noted about the Witcher. There's never been a female Witcher. Not once.
1: What about... Geralt's daughter. Siri. Yeah. Well, she has the white hair, which is kind of... The white hair is... I, I believe that has something to do
0: with her destiny is tied to Geralt's. That she has elder blood. That's an episode for another time.
1: Just bringing up the similarities. Well, so.
0: yeah. But that's not his daughter. That's a product of the law of surprise.
1: Uh, is daughter not daughter? So, well, he... Daughter. Let's
0: just go with daughter. Um, him and uh, <laughs> let's just say him and a certain we made uh,
1: made you know a lady that looks gorgeous. Yen,
0: yes, I can never pronounce her
1: name right when I want to, but yeah, oh, God, it's at the tip of my tongue. I remember. What she looks like. I just can't remember what her name is. Yeah, see. I mean, one of our listeners got to know who it is. Well, we know. It's just, it's hard to. I'm trying to imply somebody who might be watching. Wink, 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 wink.
0: Leave me alone. (laughs) I'm not talking about
1: you. I'm talking about a little special someone. Anybody listening will know who I'm talking about.
0: (laughs) I guarantee she has. They're not going to know.
1: Oh witcher fanatic of mine. Just say your fiance. I'm trying to be ambiguous.
0: Jennifer. Jennifer <laughs> of whatever backhole town she crawled out
1: of. We <laughs> can make her sound like that's to do it.
0: Well, if the hooker boot fits.
1: <laughs> You make yourself like a back alley prostitute that you pay a dollar (laughs) for. Here, have a coin. Let's go to the back alley behind the dumpster. (laughs) Hey, toss a coin to your witcher. She ain't a witcher. (laughs) She's a (laughs) mage.
0: She is a mage. A wizard of sorts. No, I mean... (sighs) In the show, when Gerald and her first get introduced to each other, she pretty much magically created an orgy. So, well then. I didn't know that so well then. We gotta watch that.
1: Maybe Netflix, I, here we come.
0: Oh, definitely. Maybe after we record this episode. Maybe. Uh, well, I think
1: that just about does it for this episode, unless you have something to add. I got nothing. My brain is about as empty as Patrick's box underneath his rock.
0: Oh, yeah, I suppose. So, uh, next week, we're going to have a surprise topic for Mr. Jig. He already he already said it's going to be a surprise. Yeah. I have no idea what it is, but we're just going to talk about it. Now, you can find us on Spotify and Anchor.
1: We also have our Twitter. That is the underscore multiverse3. Yeah, and... This has been Traverse the Multiverse. And everybody, that was the wife again, but And by the way, viewers, we kept our promise from the last episode. We gave you what you wanted. Well, we gave you what I wanted specifically. (laughs) Okay. Let me be more specific. We gave you what he wanted. (laughs) Yay, that was the wife.
0: Yeah. Keep in mind the wife always listens to my podcast
1: same as my fiance
0: right i mean she listens right after she's been in the same room with us
1: (laughs) so even though she has her earphones on right now watching something or whatever whatever
0: she's watching a medical show and i would say
1: let's just say it's very
0: popular yeah very popular uh that's a that's a topic for a different time (laughs) we keep saying that and i don't think we'll ever get to that topic Eventually, but, I mean, we got a
1: list. I'm sure. Here,
0: right, let me see. Uh, I'll just put that down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Traverse the Multiverse. Traverse the Multiverse. Yes, thank you. Traverse the Multiverse, and we will see you all next week. Keep in mind, we do post every Saturday.
1: The times may vary, but we'll get to you eventually. Indeed. Eventually. And remember. Leave a comment on our Twitter and we'll maybe do something that you request. Yeah. But I was going to say, always
0: remember, the Flavor Zone is real. All right. Goodbye, everybody.